0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Invest Africa Insights. We are delighted today to welcome Alban Maville to this week's episode. Alban is the Manager Development of North Africa for the Radisson Hotel Group, and he has joined us this week to discuss the group's recent, recent expansion across the North African region. Alban, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Hi, Alex. Thank you for having me today. You're very welcome, Alban. Before we... Uh, discuss a bit about North Africa and, and Radisson Hotel Group's footprint there. I was wondering whether you could just give me a bit of background um, to yourself and your your areas of focus um, within your role.
1: Well, I'm, uh, first of all, I'm a French uh, citizen. I've uh, now been with the company for the last uh, six years. I first joined the team in Dubai, as a, and I was handling the feasibility activities across Africa, Middle East, and Turkey. And I was also supporting the, 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 the development team there. And 18 months ago, I've been given the opportunity to take on the full development hall. And I'm now in charge of leading the growth of Radisson Hotel Group across North Africa which as part of our new uh, African strategy, is a priority of growth and a priority for the company.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much for that. So I think you know, the reason we got you on the episode today is to talk about this priority market. I, I think it, it's fair to say that when, when speaking of Africa, um, most businesses are talking about sub-Saharan, but it's fascinating to see the Radisson Hotel Group focus so heavily on North Africa. So I suppose, you know, as a as a starting point, could you tell me just how important the North African region is um, for Radisson Hotel Group and why it's a priority um, for your work? Well, what
1: basically what we have done and it's true that the African continent is very exciting and what we've uh, what we've done is that as part of the new African strategy that we 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 put together we have uh, subdivided our regions across Africa in terms of priorities focus and potential potential scale now yes North Africa which we define for us as the Maghreb countries being Algeria Morocco and Tunisia and we also include Egypt is definitely a clear priority for our growth where we have uh, identified more specifically Egypt and Morocco as focus countries so that allows us to deliver uh, eventually on further synergies and operational uh, support through a clear development plan that we that we have in this uh, in this market but also of course for the rest of the, of, the Ma- of the maghreb and uh, the, the, the ambition uh, our ambitions are driven by uh, creating critical mass in each market where we are, but also ensuring market proximity. So that's why now I'm really and only focusing on, on North Africa. And to give you a quick uh, quick overview of our footprint in North Africa, I would say that the, 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 our portfolio there has, uh, has developed suddenly over the last years, boosting the presence to almost 30 hotels in operation and uh, under development by the end of uh, 2021. And we aim to further accelerate our presence across the region through both new build and conversion with an ambitious vision of, I would say, reaching 45 to 50 hotels by 2025 uh,
0: across North Africa. So they're keeping you busy. That's good. Um, Yeah. And I want to come back to a point you mentioned there. Uh, You talked about critical mass and actually market proximity as well. is when you're talking about market proximity, is this because naturally your your client base is, is coming from Europe, where travel um, or length of travel is uh, reduced? Why is is it is it the tourism sector that's driving, um, I suppose, uh, the the group's uh, development strategy for North Africa?
1: I mean, yeah. If we look from the the, the guest point of view, definitely the, the Europe, and we'll we'll probably have the chance to to speak about it a bit uh, later. But definitely Europe, I would say, is uh, has some key feeder markets for the for the for, for North Africa, and if we if we go deeper, uh, specifically for for Morocco, but it is also true for uh, actually for Algeria, Tunisia, and uh, even Egypt. Uh, now, when we're talking also uh, proximity is, I mean, myself being very uh, present, uh, having a, a presence in uh, in those markets, which obviously, given the, the, the last months we, we've been through, uh, it was a bit more complicated, but still we managed to uh, to go and we managed to meet our owners and potential partners, but also like with our operational team and technical team having a, a presence in Morocco or in uh, in Egypt, so then we can also support our uh, our development, uh, our, our our new development, and uh,
0: giving an assistance to our, of course, to our owners. And I suppose, I mean, the big question, obviously, is is around tourism in in a COVID world. Have you seen a a drop off, or have you seen a potentially an increase over the over the last few months as sort of vaccine rollouts across the North Africa region? um have been implemented and indeed across Europe as well.
1: No I think there was I mean if we look at the industry in general there there, there was a, there was a drop in in every uh, in every market. Now there's some uh, interesting fact and and which is uh, what is interesting to see is like each market has more or less managed to adapt and to um I wouldn't say take advantage but I still like uh, have some positive uh, outcome of uh, of what happened which was the the, the most important uh, given what we we've been through that was uh, no no precedent to that but for example if you look like morocco which has uh, had the border closed for for, for for several months the they have very uh, strong domestic markets. and it's true that the trend was for moroccans during the summer to travel and uh, go to Europe, Spain, France, Portugal, or even travel further. But now, what what uh, what happened is that because they couldn't travel, they have uh, taken advantage of being in the country to rediscover Morocco, and it has been it it had a positive impact on the on the hotel and on the uh, on the performance there and the same happened for egypt's a bit different they have also a strong domestic market but they also had their border open so if you look out of dubai a lot of people went to uh, to egypt to uh to, to to the to the red sea uh some people out of europe took advantage also of coming to egypt to visit the the, the, the cultural uh, heritage uh so yeah some market then if you look at Tunisia and Algeria, it, it was probably a bit more uh, more complicated. But yeah, they still uh, I would say they, they, they managed to have some positive outcome. But of course, yes, there was a drop in the in the overall performance.
0: That's really interesting. I think um, tourism agencies across the world probably are looking at those domestic markets and how how um, how to tap into that going forward. And certainly, from a UK perspective. I know that obviously sort of staycations, as they're called here, um, were um, up by um, a huge percentage. And it's, um, it's interesting to hear that that is also being seen across the North Africa region as well. So I suppose sticking with tourism then, when you're speaking about you know the markets that you operate in, how important is tourism business um, for the North Africa region as compared to other sectors?
1: Well, i mean it is for i mean as I was saying, it's a clear area of focus and uh, but if we look at the overall uh, portfolio in uh, in Africa, it's true that we historically had a strong uh, presence in sub saharan Africa and we were less uh, present in uh, in uh, in north africa so that 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 was uh, i mean it, it's part of my uh, of my appointment to uh, to try to accelerate on our uh, on our growth journey there. I believe over the last uh, the last months we've uh, quite we did it uh, quite successfully and we uh, we 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 still pushing to, uh, to 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 do that and uh, in terms of uh, if we look at our uh, the, the clientele as I, as I was also saying a bit earlier the historically Radisson Hotel Group had uh, has a very strong presence in uh, in Europe whether it is in the Nordics or Western Europe and even now nowadays in in uh, Eastern Europe. And we know, like, if we look, for example, at France, Belgium, Germany, those those uh, countries are key feeder markets for the for the for, for 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 Morocco and for for North Africa in general. If we take the example of uh, of Morocco, we see for uh, a lot of uh, Moroccans, what we call the the Moroccans living abroad. Being in uh, whether it is in France or uh, Belgium or Germany, that during each holidays will take advantage of the of the free time to uh, to go back to the country, see the family. Now the trend with what happened in the past is that in the past they tend to stay with the family all together. Now I would say it has slightly changed. The new generation would definitely go see the family, but they would also uh, either take time allocate time for this for themselves. To, uh, just to enjoy, and in this case, they would uh, they, they would prefer to stay in, uh, in, a, in a hotel where they have all services and they can enjoy the, the facilities.
0: That's really interesting, and I want to stick with Morocco as a, as a bit of a case study um, for the next part of this uh, discussion. I think most recently we saw the announcement regarding the, the seven-unit expansion uh, in Morocco alongside the Moroccan uh, tourism investment agency, Medef, From your perspective, why is uh, within the North Africa uh, cluster, why is Morocco uh, so important? And from a tourism perspective, what sets it apart, I suppose, from other markets?
1: Well, I mean, the, 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 I would say the beauty of Morocco is that, uh, I mean, first, Morocco stands as the Africa number one tourism destination, and the, the tourism market is uh, con- continuously expanding. And the beauty is that it's driven by both the corporate and leisure segments. Therefore, there, there is a very, very strong potential now as i was uh, as i previously expressed the, the uh, morocco is for us a focus, a focus country to uh, to support our our growth but also our operational efficiencies and uh, we 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 discussed uh, it previously and if we look from our first uh, Radisson Blue that we had in the in the country, which is the Radisson Blue Hotel Carrieden in Marrakech that opened in 2016, we now have a portfolio of 12 hotels in operation and and under development, which I think clearly highlights the the, the focus that we we putting in in Morocco, where we eventually see maybe the biggest uh, potential for the the, the the two reason the two reasons of having uh, both uh, corporate and leisure uh, travelers. Now, our development approach there is based on, I would say, on two uh, key pillars. On the one hand, we're proactively looking at uh, establishing a presence and further grow our portfolio in uh, each of the key cities that are Casablanca, Marrakech, Rabat, Tangier, where we are confident in the in the performance of these markets this is for us being reinforced by a multi brand approach with the radisson blue radisson radisson red and through different operating models which are hotel and service apartments i think it's it's important to uh to to to, to mention that we have seen for example with the with the, the 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 past months and the pandemic that the service apartments model happened to be extremely resilient to the to to the to, to the crisis and um While it's true that Radisson Blue was historically our leading brand in the kingdom with the the opening of the Radisson Blue in uh, in Marrakesh and then Casablanca uh, end of 2019, we are also now capitalizing on our brand recognition by uh, introducing new brands. So we have, uh, of course, recently announced this uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful portfolio with uh, with Madaev, But we will also recently announce the start of our uh, upscale brand Radisson, and also our entry luxury brand Radisson Collection that will uh, that will be announced in the in the coming weeks. And we we we're very excited about that. Now, equally, the diversification of the of the kingdom's offering has also unlocked further opportunities towards what we would uh, call city breaks, beach resorts, and cultural tours. You have already established uh, destinations. If we look, for example, at uh, Atagadir, that is a, is a very well-known. Sawira, but we also see the the emergence, and that's in line with the the, the partnership with. The, with Madaev, of new destinations such as Aloseima, Saïdia, Darla, where we, where we see a, a very strong potential. And the recent announcement of the partnership with Madaev, which is the, the, with the, the Moroccan leading tourism investment company, fits fully with our strategy. And uh, we are of course delighted for uh, taking part to these new developments across these uh, key leisure destinations. And uh, in the meantime, also leveraging on our Radisson Blue brand, who has been one of the leading brands across Morocco, but also across Africa. Just uh, out of uh, to give you a a, a, a quick number, as uh, Radisson Blue represents today
0: seventy percent of our uh, portfolio across Africa. Amazing! So lots and lots of work there, and it's fantastic yeah. to see that coming to fruition. I suppose as markets open up and. Um, You're starting to see a bit more footfall. Keeping with Morocco for a second, you talked a lot about the different brands within the Radisson Group. Perhaps you can give our listeners a few more details about these various brands and the different offerings they bring to Radisson portfolios.
1: Well, I mean, if we if we look at the 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 portfolio breakdown uh, as of today in Morocco, uh, it's uh, 90% is uh, as of today. uh, If we look at our operating properties under our Radisson brand. As I mentioned, we will soon be announcing a new uh, new market entry and the Radisson and Radisson Collection. But now, why Radisson Blue? It's because first we be it's true. We're benefiting from the from the very beginning from a strong brand awareness in Morocco, which with the success of the the, the Radisson Blue uh, Marrakesh career then. And we definitely intend to capitalize on this uh, recognition to further accelerate. In establishing our uh, result offering that we that we have today, and also duplicate what we uh, we've done in uh, in other territories. Now we have created tools for that. We have we're trying to have the most pragmatic approach to ensure that uh, we have the fastest response and the quickest turnaround. As an example, that would be uh, I mean working closely, of course, with our technical team. Which, if we take the the, the recent uh, cases, like has been looking at providing solutions, but in ensuring the best project efficiency, while of course we want to maintain the brand the, the brand integrity because this is our identity. But that's on what we that's what we are trying to have to having the the fastest and the most pragmatic approach. I believe we we, we are pragmatic people. And um, second point would be that it's also important to highlight the the, the key situation of Morocco that we, we, we discussed it quickly, but who acts as a bridge between uh, Europe and Africa. Uh, as I was saying, Radisson uh, Hotel Group has historically had a very strong presence in Europe. And Radisson Blue has also been recognized for several years as the first upscale brand in Europe. So we all know the importance of Europe as some countries, as I was saying, such as France, Belgium, Germany, are key feeder markets for Morocco. So we strongly intend to uh, leverage on this. As it is critical for us, and our teams have already started to work in this direction, and we have also uh, reinforced our uh, resources by appointing new uh, new people, while also ensuring uh, clustering efficiency, because that's uh, that's key uh, today. And last but not least is also we 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 had the quick uh, word about it is the leveraging of our brand awareness to, uh, towards the domestic uh, clientele, as well as the Moroccans living abroad and returning to the to the country during uh, holiday periods. Because they have always been very demanding for such projects, if we look at, uh, at uh, like, uh, some, uh, some all-inclusive results. And the recent situation has this, uh, this trend and allow Moroccans to, uh, to, to redisco- uh, rediscover the, the country. If we look when they, they, they reopened the, the, the border at the, the beginning of the summer, they were specifically targeting what they call the MRE, uh, Moroccans Living Abroad, to allow them to return
0: to the, to, 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 to the country. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. That's a really interesting insight there into, I suppose, travel plans and, and your, your understanding, I suppose, of, of um, human capital flows um, during this pandemic. I want to stick on that pandemic for a moment. Uh, when, when preparing for this interview, one thing that struck me was how, as you mentioned, how pragmatic the group has been but also how resilient you've also been and and optimistic with regards to your, your expansion. And I just wonder whether you could give our listeners a bit more insight into how you've managed to maintain and exceed those expansion goals, particularly through such a difficult period for the hospitality sector
1: but i think there was two uh, there were two critical uh, facts the first one we, uh, we 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 spoke about it it's uh, having a close proximity in the in the market where, where, where we 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 are operating or where we uh, want to uh, where we want to increase our presence and that is definitely uh, part of our global Africa strategy where in each region we would have key uh, key people uh, looking at the uh, at those markets. and I believe it it has helped us a lot and supported our uh, development uh, plan during the during the pandemic and the single the, the one of the another aspect is that in, uh, it's also in response to the need of what we've seen and especially with the, the, the lack of uh, of uh, funding eventually in the in the coming months is that in, the, the need for independent hotel owners to gain further brand exposure and uh, and consumer confidence so what we we have done is that the group launched a new brand that we have uh, called radisson individuals so it's more than a brand it's what we would say uh, it really we would call an affiliation brand which aimed at individual hotels with uh, strong service calls and existing hotel identities we wish to remain independent or maybe Considering with the time to, uh, to 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 operate a full uh, rep- repositioning to one of the of the group's uh, core brands being Radisson or Radisson Blue, and um, I mean we believe this uh, initiative further uh, demonstrates the the ability uh, for Radisson. To provide solutions that uh, not only support our partners, but also reflect our focus on conversion, which again is part of our Africa strategy, with a tailored offering which uh, provide all the benefits of our network and scale with limited uh, prerequisites. Because you wouldn't go through a full uh, uh, what we would say uh, property improvement plan, so we would uh, li- limit the, 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 the capex investment at the at the beginning. And the, 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 so that's the way we, 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 we try to, to, to go throughout the, the, the pandemic. Today, it is true that the emerging markets remain the priority for growth for the, for the company, for Addison Metal Group. And we certainly uh, anticipate funding issues, especially, but this is where conversion and takeover are the most adequate solutions in preserving jobs and further enhancing the, the returns of existing properties that we we saw had to had to uh, either to close to or to slow down at least during the during the pandemic.
0: And with regards to the Radisson individual project, have you seen a good uptake uh, across the North Africa region?
1: Yes uh, hopefully it's, it's uh, we launched the last uh, like 12, uh, 12 months ago we definitely see some uh, attractions coming from uh, from those markets especially the and I would say as a, as a whole whether it is Morocco Tunisia Algeria Egypt Algeria being a bit different, but uh, Tunisia, Egypt, and Morocco, where we have a lot of uh, independent hotels, or at least hotels that were previously branded, and for different and uh, various reasons decided to, uh, to 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 continue as as an independent hotels, and we see a lot of attractions coming. Now, of course, we have to 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 to, to take into account the the the. the still the, the current situation but the, the, the past months that were extremely difficult to uh to to, to but hopefully we will we, we should be announcing in the in the coming weeks some, uh, some some new uh, some new transactions with uh with individuals with which i really hope would uh, install the 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 affiliation in uh, in north africa we had some very nice uh, project whether it in, in europe or in other countries in africa but uh, that that should be coming in the in the coming weeks for for North Africa.
0: Fantastic. So listeners, watch this space, and looking forward to hearing more about those announcements. Before we we end the conversation, I suppose I, what I want to do is also just get your your thoughts around the coming months for Radisson Hotel Group in North Africa. What you've got lined up aside from obviously the announcements regarding the Radisson Individual Project. Uh, and any anything our listeners should be aware of.
1: But it will. Uh, I mean, it will be. Uh, when we will we would, we will keep the same uh, the same approach. Hopefully, with the the the, the, the flights reopening, uh, definitely go and have even uh, more presence there. Meet people. Meet our partners. Meet our potential partners. That's uh, that's what we that's what we do and that's what uh, that's that's what we want to do. We we couldn't do it as much as we wanted the past uh, the past months. So definitely now we will have also uh, once the, the the summer season is uh, is uh, over some uh, some so some key facts coming back from uh, from those markets, whether it is uh, Morocco, Tunisia, or, or Egypt. And see uh, and see how we can, uh, based on that, further accelerate on the uh, on the plans that we that we have. But I believe the key for the for the next months is yes, it's having uh, having a strong presence in the in the market, making people know that uh, that uh, Radisson Hotel Group is there and then ready to, uh, to 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 do. Uh, to do to do business, and we we want to participate to the to 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 the the, the development and the, and the tourism and the, the, the overall tourism industry of those uh, of those countries, and we definitely intend to play uh, to play
0: a key role. Certainly, and it sounds like all the work that you're doing across the region will will certainly uh, help support that that push and the drive that we've been watching uh, closely over the last. Year and a half. It's always a pleasure to hear from an organisation which has such a strong footprint already and has such strong, uh, such strong uh, plans and um, exciting times. Certainly for for the group across the region. Um, so Alban, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Where can people find out more about Radisson and and get to know the the work that you're doing in? In north africa and said uh do you have a, a, a portal as it were or is it uh,
1: yeah, our, yeah our website uh, radisson Hotel, uh, hotels.com is the it's the uh, it's the, the 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 first and the, the, the only portal where, where people can find all the the the, the, the recent uh, announcement the key information on the, on on the development team
0: brilliant and if if anyone has any further questions for Albin off the back of this conversation and would li- or would like, would like to get in touch with him directly, you can email insights at investafrica.com and we'll be able to put you in touch with Albin. Thank uh, you, you very there. much,
1: Alexander. Thank and, you. It was a pleasure talking to you and uh, hopefully we will, uh, we will have a good, uh, good recovery of our industry which is on uh, the way and uh, we have
0: to, to stay optimistic. Certainly, and really, really excited to to see these announcements coming online over the coming months.
1: Thank you, Alexander. Thank you very much.